what do we even want money? Like, why do we, why do we even <laughs> like money? And it's like, cause things rock. We like things. Yeah. We want to eat good food. Pass that though. And take it. We just like, we just, well, <laughs> it's pretty good, huh? That's like 70% THC. Yeah. Uh, what? No, what do we need money for? To buy shit and yeah. shit rocks. I don't know if shit does rock. I don't well, like shit good that much. Food, like the only we we need it to attract a mate for the most part. I mean, you can have a personality. I guess. <laughs> I mean, who fucking needs one of those? Um, we all do. Uh, you we have you have an award winning personality. I think. No. Yeah, you do. Okay. Wow, that was a quick. <laughs> that was a quick. <laughs> Shares were just getting hammered this morning. Every day they're pounding it. I'm not fucking leaving. Remember the ShamWow guy? Yeah. Did I he... feel bad for people like that. Why? I don't know. It just feels like that that's your thing. No, but they clearly were like, this guy's a freak. Let's put him on TV. And then we all kind of like laughed I at him. I thought that it was his product. Was it? I don't I don't remember. I think he was just like a hawker. Huh. And then it was like, it's obviously going to end well, right? I mean, unwell. Yeah. Didn't he like do crack? And like kill someone or something? Jeez. No, I don't know. I don't know what he did. Oh, boy. But Man. I just, yeah. You know what? You know what's killing me? <laughs> My neighbor. Why? <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to have some sleep last night. It's As you do. It's like 11.30 in the p.m. And I am uh, <laughs> jarred. I, You know, I was starting to drift to sleep, and I'm jarred awake by the sound of my neighbor having um, some sex. But it wasn't just ordinary sex. This was like, I mean, she was getting wheelbarrowed in such a way. How do you know? Because, oh, how do I know? No, how do you know she was getting wheelbarrowed Well, because she was literally screaming. She oh. was screaming. And you can only scream. And it went her. on for like 30 minutes. Hell yes, brother. It was like a 15-minute block of her screaming and then like silence. And I thought, okay, great. The dude nutted. But then, I, <laughs> then, then I'm laying there again and I hear the moaning start up again. I'm like, I swear to God, if this fucking, if this. And then sure enough, I'm not, I, and I recorded it. Like, I can't see her, but I was like, I need to send this to someone <laughs> to, to be able to hear it. Because I, if I were to tell someone how... Yeah, the crazy like, this is. They'd be like, yeah, whatever. But it seriously, it was screaming. Ah! 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 And I was. Well, can we? Can I take one moment to uh, give a trillionaire mindset salute to your downstairs neighbor's boyfriend? <laughs> you know, it's to the point where, because it it made me feel bad, and I I I was sitting there thinking, damn, I have never made a woman make those kind of sounds before. What am I doing wrong? We got to ask the guy. Let's have him on. I, well, the only time I ever see him is when he's with her, and I can't be like, "Hey guys, hey um, guy, can you come can on my you guys, podcast? Can, can you come on my podcast? Can you come on my podcast and tell me and my co-host how to fuck?" <laughs> I I truly don't understand. I I mean, li- the closest that that has ever happened for me. Sure. I let's remember hear thinking. It. I remember laying there, looking up at the girl, going. 
You're faking. I know what I'm working with here, and it ain't that good, lady. <laughs> it's good. I've seen it. It's a nice... You've seen it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've sent videos to the group chat of me swinging it around. <laughs> what a start to the episode. Oh, so hey, Glenn asked me to do to do him a favor, yeah, and we'll, this we'll time we'll transition right from that to compliance. <laughs> yeah, hey, Glenn, uh, this is for him. Um, so listen, we got the disclaimer in the in the description box, but he asked me to from now on just give a quick <laughs> instructional on how to access it. And for those of you who have never used YouTube before, you just click see more, and. Boom, it opens up. You, and you they see also the might have to do it on audio, right? If you're an audio listener. Oh, sure. Yeah. You, you'll you, have to click the episode or something. Yeah, yeah. You you'll find it. <clears throat> and sorry to everyone on Spotify. We won't be back on Spotify until they remove Hillary Clinton's podcast. Yeah, we're uh, taking a stand. So if you guys want us back, tell them they got it. <laughs> yeah, tweet at Spotify. Tell them, tell them to get rid of Hillary Clinton. Podcast. What's it called? Uh, Lock me up. I think it's called. <laughs> Is it really called no, Lock me up? No. <laughs> That'd be such a great name for a podcast. <laughs> oh man, come on. She's lock locking me us. up. Don't want to lock me up for one. 25. No, I'm just kidding. We're we're big Hillary stands here. I did listen. I I, I only listened to the 9/11 episode because I'll <laughs> I'll listen to anything 9/11. But uh, oh, it's called You and Me Both with Hillary Clinton. Oh, that's fun. Oh my God, man. And every time. The, it, it ends with um, the guest going, I think you should have won in 2016. And she goes, you and me both. <laughs> that was great, man. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why I hit that one. Uh, sorry about that. Hey, uh, so in this episode, we're going to be talking about, because uh, well, I'm going to try this. We're going to be going over earnings. We're going to be going through the GameStop uh, anniversary debacle and covering the big winners and losers from that. <clears throat> and hey, speaking of GameStop, we're we're going to try to pull something off next week. We're we're trying to get the CEO of Robinhood on next week. So He said he's coming on. So, so I mean, we'll see about that. Yeah, we'll if he's not that. here, <laughs> you know why. It's cuz we scared. It's cuz we killed. Him. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Um uh we hey, so check this out. Also, um, we got we got a highlights. Oh yeah, channel. we have our own highlights channel. We got our own channel. Yeah, for everyone who's so pissed at us and comments every week, give these guys their own channel. You finally got it. But it's just for the highlights. It's just for the highlights. So you're still gonna have to shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, in fact, hey, you know what I have to say to you people who do that? Shut the fuck up. So go ahead and do that. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but we have. I think at the by the time this is up, we will have two highlights up. Yeah, and, we should, We certainly will. Uh, you guys should go watch them. Send them. It's like memeable content. There's yeah. gonna be funny stuff. They're you're gonna send it to all your friends. They're gonna go. What the heck is this? So what we're gonna you're gonna want to do when you go to that channel is you're gonna there's gonna be a red button that says subscribe. You're gonna want to. Hover your mouse over it and then do what? Click it. Click it. Click it. Smash it. Yeah. Break your fucking computer. Yeah, break your... You know the rules. Everybody everybody understands they got to shit their pants, quit their job, kill their parents, smash the subscribe button, comment, you know, uh, tell us how good a meal looks this episode, point out that I'm wearing the same thing from last week, 
Let me know if you like my mustache. Yeah, yeah, you got to also sign up for the alerts, too. There's a little bell next to it, you know, like the Taco Bell bell. And hit it and press it on all so that you get notified. Do it, baby. Yeah. (laughs) All right, what's the next thing? The next thing that we have is the burp jar done and the auction. This is huge. The burp jar sold for like $230 or something. Amazing. That's all going to the Australian Wildlife Conservancy. Our boy Trevor Coletti bought it, and he said he he doesn't want it sent to him. He wants it displayed, which I think is a king move. He's like, no, 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 no. I want everyone to see it's mine. This is Trevor's. Yeah, belongs it belongs to him. to him. I love how we put tape on that as if the, the yeah, lid wasn't enough. We don't want anyone coming around to open it. <laughs> oh, right. Them to see the empty jar and be like, I gotta put some. And let thing. out the ancient demons that live in Ben's bowel that he's uh it doesn't come from my here. bowel, it comes from my stomach. <laughs> it's not my bowels, is it? Anyway, thanks to Trevor Coletti. <laughs> Huge king shit. Huge shout out. We love him. Big pimp. Uh we also, if you guys are interested, we did a little uh QA with Morning Brew. Yeah, Max. Max from Max Knobloch. Yeah, he's a he's a friend of the friend of us. We have a lot of mutuals, and he reached out and was like, "Hey, gang, can I interview you?" And we said, "Okay." Yeah, we allowed it. Look, yeah. there it is. Go check it out if you want to see a fun little picture of us with money stacked around us. Yeah, we did a cool Some photo stories. shoot. <clears throat> man, Emil, you look so fucking good in that. Look at that hair. Thanks, man. Look at that hair. Wish I could say the same for myself. With you that look great, pal. Dipshit rat tail. <laughs> well, it's the most exciting time. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's earnings season. Yeah, baby. Yeah, we love it. We're with like, the Google and Amazon and Shopify and Apple and Facebook. Now Meta. Nice. They, the, 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 everything is down this year. Everything's down, man. Not everything. Uh, we go. We want to give a huge congratulations to um, Nancy Pelosi on her Google Options purchase. Just well done. She did it. And uh, we all know. Okay, look, it was Paul Pelosi, not really Nancy. It was her husband, Paul Pelosi, bought uh, in December. Bought the 2000 strike uh, September 22nd expiration options on Google and. Boy, howdy, did they probably clean up because it was uh, between a $500,000 and $1 million worth purchase. Uh, and, you know, you, <laughs> do you think Nancy's giving him a little uh, sucky-sucky as congratulations? I, here's my thing. If I was— Do you think he's wheel, wheelbarrowing her for oh, a oh, little definitely. celebration definitely. in the Pelosi house? Yeah. You know, I uh, when I Googled Paul Pelosi, there's plenty of pictures of them together. They are never touching. They are just standing next to each other. That makes sense. I guess. Once They're you so reach old. a certain age, you just don't... I couldn't find one picture of his penis online. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? what? I was trying. I bet it's weird. It's got, he's got a big mushroom tip or something. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, Paul Pelosi. Just stop, man. You're worth like 100 million Listen, this bucks. This is my thing. There's all this heat, right? We've yeah. been talking about it. There's all this heat for them to do something to get... <clears throat> Congress to stop trading on on stocks, and there's been like a little bit of movement. They've really, they've introduced bills. I just can't believe Nancy would like just fake it, like fuck something up. 
You know what I mean? Sure. Have a you mean like have a loss? Yeah. Somewhere? Yeah. It's sure. I mean, I'm sure she does incur loss or he incurs losses. I know, but this one is so huge. It's yeah. like you it, can't tell me that there's not a conflict of interest when you're buying stocks, you're buying shares in companies that your wife is meant to be regulating. regulating. Like, come on, Babu. You're 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 telling me you're not laying in bed together when you're not fucking each other and saying, uh, "Honey, I bought some shares at Google today." Honey, please don't tell me. Don't tell I can't me. know that. They're I've got not a lot doing of big that. things I'm doing. Yeah, jeez, Louise. I don't tell my wife anything. I don't tell my wife shit. Right. Yeah. She sleeps in her bed, I sleep in mine. Yeah, we have two The way twi- the Lord intended. <laughs> we have two twin beds. Yeah, two twin beds. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I was I was thinking about this, though, with uh, just about money. You were thinking about money? <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about money. Well, because, you know, these Pelosi's, they're worth so much, and they're they are uh, approaching their 80s. I think Paul Pelosi's like 81 or something. I'm pretty sure shit. Nancy's 81. Yeah, She's like running that. for re-election. Jesus God. But I, I thought, what do they need more for? And I'm, uh, for their little but, rat kids. Well, yeah, but it made me think: What do we even want? Money? Like, why do we? Why do we even <laughs> fucking like money? And it's like, cause things rock. We like things. Yeah, we want to eat good food. Pass that though. And take it. We just like. <clears throat> we just well, <laughs> it's pretty good, huh? That's like seventy percent THC. Yeah. I'm not. <sighs> what? No, what do we need money for? To buy shit, and yeah. shit rocks. I don't know if shit does rock. I don't well, like shit good that f- much. Food, like the only we we need it to attract a mate for the most part. I mean, you can have a personality. Yes. <laughs> I mean, who fucking needs one of those? Um, we all do. Uh, you we have you have an award winning personality. I think. No. Yeah, you do. Okay. Wow, that was a quick. <laughs> well, you're supposed to be humble, but not too humble because yeah, people don't true. like that. That's yeah. a little tip for people trying to improve their personalities. Being humble? Yeah, but not too humble. You know, a great man named Kendrick Lamar once said, bitch, bitch comma, be humble. Be humble. Um, well, anyway, Google reported their earnings uh, and they were a fucking blowout. They reported $61.9 billion in revenues against 59.3 expected. And they fucking... uh, Oh, here's an interesting stat, though. $900 million more in Q4 they earned from YouTube alone than Netflix did the whole fucking Netflix. Netflix reported $7.7 billion, and YouTube reported $8.6 billion. And then the biggest news uh, is that Google... Uh, <laughs> uh, a 20 for one stock split. And why am I doing this right now? Because I had a call option that I bought and sold before earnings. I made like 300 bucks. But if I had held on to it, because I was thinking like, oh, you know, I'm going to, you know, Google might blow it out. Yeah, they might blow it out. I left like 10 grand on the table. Not a, not a big deal. It's not a big deal. That's going to lunch money, baby. Fuck me. God. <laughs> Every week I get I get to it depends how well Ben does at whether or not we go to lunch after. <laughs> no lunch for me this week. This is this is the this is the travesty of trading is it's the only it's the only um it's the only line of work that I can think of where a bad day at work means like losing money. Cuz like you have a bad day at work, well, at least I'm still getting a paycheck. 
I have a bad day at work. It's like, damn, now I'm in the hole. <laughs> now I got to like make more next time. And your psychology is then <clears throat> fucked up. So then you're coming at it from an even worse place. It just sucks ass. Why do I do this to myself? You're a gambler. Oh, yeah. And the, oh, the story gets better. Oh, I forgot what else happened. Um, Bill Ackman, the crybaby billionaire who cried on TV when the pandemic happened because he's a, he's a Little big baby. baby. I've never cried in my life. Not once. Not once. Not even recently. But <laughs> Not even last night. <laughs> Not even last night when I was Not wondering why I can't night. satisfy a woman. <laughs> but, uh, God, what is wrong with me? I texted, I texted someone and was like, what am I doing wrong? How come, how come this never happens for me? Anyway, I do fine, okay? Ask I do that fine. guy. What? Ask him in front of his girlfriend. Hey. But don't. Is it something with the belly button? Am I supposed to like tap on the belly button? Pretend she's not there and just look at him and say, what are you doing to her? <laughs> I want to know. What are you doing to her? I want to know what you do to her. <laughs> no, no, look at me. Don't look at her. Tell me. <laughs> what is it? That's a good idea. I think I'll try that, man. <laughs> anyway, you're making me cry. See, man, I'm blowing it already. I already lied to the people. I don't I don't cry, but I do when I laugh. Uh, Bill Ackman bought the dip on Netflix. And last week, I had uh, some call options for this week. I bought them, you know, a week out for the 400 strike. I bought them for a couple bucks, man. I left about uh, thirty grand on the table with that one. So just between Google and uh, Netflix, I should have been just like hanging it up for the month and chilling out. And uh, but buying I'm not. me lunch <clears throat> and buying you lunch, buying you a modest lunch. Gosh, I just saw this TikTok girl. What? Who? I, I can't tell if she's joking. I don't think she is. But her whole thing is <clears throat> being a stay-at-home girlfriend, and it's just. Yeah. She's just like bragging about how rich her boyfriend is and like, it's fine. She can do it. I'm not going to. Good for her. Yeah. She did it. <coughs> Speaking of coughing and What sex. I'm trying to say is make me a stay-at-home co-host. Okay. Great. I can do that for you, baby. You ever have to cough during sex? <clears throat> Never. There's no sexy way to do that. Yeah, you can go. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> anyway. Oh man! So today, as of, I mean, we're posting this on Friday, but we recorded it yesterday, which is today for us, <laughs> but the future for you people. <laughs> Amazon will be reporting their earnings in a few hours, and you'll know before me. Um, will the big question that's been on a lot of people's minds is will they announce a split? Because a lot of people have been calling for it, and it would be the smart thing to do. Because Amazon's fucking twenty nine. Is twenty for one a big split, or is twenty for one's a big split? Yeah. yeah. That's so, wild. And I mean, sorry, for those of you who don't know, it's the same pie. There's just going to be a lot more slices. Right. That's it. 20 for one. So for every one slice of pie you got, you got 20 more. I kind of want to get in. It's the same thing. No, though, it's but... different. They're cheaper now. <laughs> They're cheap. They are cheaper. Uh, so yeah, if Amazon were to do it, that would be bananas. But it's kind of a lot is hinging on Amazon's earnings today. Wait. Or yesterday. Google made 900 million more than... <clears throat> Then you well, just, YouTube made nine hundred million more than Netflix. Yes, just YouTube, and ne that sucks. Netflix pays all this money for these creators. Yeah, YouTube Net people just post it and they're collecting all this ad revenue. Yeah, well, Google is an absolute behemoth. I mean, it's the internet. <clears throat> it Insane. is the internet. 
Uh, I'm, I'm a bing boy for life. It's the decision engine. It decides to show you ads. It sucks. It does suck. <laughs> it really sucks. It does suck. I tried switching to DuckDuckGo for a little bit. It doesn't use Bing. I don't. It's just like different and not. Yeah. Well, because they got a duck uh, at the helm. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's showing like, you bread websites. Because I was like, sure, privacy. We're taking it, back. and it's just like this sucks. It's not. I don't need privacy. I private browse for a lot of things. Yeah. Even when I'm not at? looking what are you at to nothing. Hide? Even when it's I'm just like I'll just have I'll just do it all on private browsing. Yeah. Which is like what what do, what do they care? Yeah. That I'm looking up bomb recipes. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, <laughs> Biden's Joe Biden's address. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, uh so then so, so <laughs> as of well so again yesterday aka today for us but it, again for future you God, my brain hurts. <laughs> this is the uh, Facebook had their earnings. Sorry, Meta, the Facebook parent company, Meta had their earnings, and it they their. I mean, as of right now, it's down like twenty four percent, and that <clears throat> took down Amazon. Amazon was down over hundred points this morning. Uh, Shopify was down. Basically, all the growth stocks got hit. Yeah, Facebook's taking a beating, an absolute beating. Yeah, uh, I, I think it's just because you know the they're. I want to say their monthly active users slowed down. Cause well, there's a like TikTok is eating their lunch. I think. Yeah. As far as taking away people's attention, big bully <clears throat> coming to the. We talked about it a little bit on the show, but the the Apple changing their privacy settings right. so you ha- you can opt out for, of them tracking of Facebook tracking your data across the phone has really hurt them. And a good amount they're... of that revenue got funneled into Google. <laughs> Why? Because the iOS, the new iOS rule makes it such that um, advertising is less directed on Facebook. It's mm. less. Yeah, so they're get yeah they're getting less. Whereas Google is just you know way more efficient. And I mean now all that Apple's still collecting your data. That it feels so good to like when it comes up you're like ask app not to track. But then you're like I'm still getting. Fucked. It never asks me for that. What the hell? It always asks me. <laughs> it's Fuck. great. They're just tracking me. Apple can have it. I mean, someone's going to have yeah, it. Yeah, someone's got to take it. <laughs> Someone take my data. Yeah, I don't care. I don't want it. What am I going to do with it? It's just code. Just show just, me where the best food is. I'll tell you what, though. What? I'm a very vocal. My phone makes me so unhappy. Yeah, me too. Um, and Your phone I, makes me unhappy, too. My phone does? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the I just watched the Aziz Ansari um, Netflix, the new Netflix sure. special. And at the end, he says, spoiler alert, he pulls his, uh, he's talking about how it sucks being on your phone all the time and it's fucking destroying our brains and stuff. And he pulls out a flip phone. He's like, I made the switch. And I'm like, God, I'm so fucking jealous. And I could just do it, right? But Do it. Yeah, but it, so much of my life is on yeah, mine too. this fucking thing. I wouldn't be able to get around. I don't know where to go. I need my fucking maps. <laughs> I'm serious. It's, yeah. it's, they've made me so dependent on it. Like they really got us. I used to get around before I had a fucking iPhone. Now I don't even know what to fucking do. I remember when I was a junior in high school, I had a crush on Shayna. Ooh, Shayna. Yeah, she was my first kiss. Nice. And we were going. To, we met up at the homecoming football game together. Uh, I got dropped off by my mom. She drove there because she had her license. We were, you know, sixteen, and I had my flip phone, my very first cell phone, Verizon flip phone with a green screen. And I didn't understand how things worked with cell phones because I was new to them. 
We got separated after the game, and I had her jacket, and I had nothing better to do. So I, I tried to call her. She didn't answer, and I'm sitting there waiting to get picked up, and I thought, ah, oh, fuck it. I'll call her again. Ah, oh, fuck it. I'll call her again. Eh, you know what? I'm just going to keep calling her. I must have called her 40 times because I had, you know, I, I got all the time in the world. I don't have games on the fucking thing. I don't, I'm, I don't have Twitter to browse. So, and I thought as I'm calling, I'm like, I know it gives you a missed call notification, but it's got to just show it's one, just the right? One, right? Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. Only later, years later, did I look back at that and go, oh, that's why she like didn't ever want to talk to me again. Because she thought you were in the parking lot like, Chena! Yeah. Oh, I was. Were you? Yeah. She uh, she left me for Steve, baseball player, who's now a now? cop. He's a cop. Boo, A-cab. Yeah. A, yeah, okay. <laughs> I was going to make a bad joke. Remember that when that girl went viral because she was like, it was like in the middle of the pandemic. I, we both know who it is, but I won't say because. Of, okay. But uh, but she was like, and it was at the height of the, all of the Black Lives Matter stuff and everything. And yeah. She, she was like. She was like, look, like a cab and everything, but you know, my neighbors are having a party during COVID. <laughs> and she called the cops. That's really funny. I can't wait to hear who did that. <laughs> um okay, back into it. Look, a cab, but this is ridiculous. AAPL Apple had their earnings last week and it's bananas how much money they make. They pulled in in three months, this is just, it, it's kind of insane how, not kind of, it's absolutely bananas how much money Apple makes. $123.9 billion in revenue in three months. $34 billion in profit. That's just $34 billion in three months, Apple pr- pure profit. Like, it's just, their margins are uh, 43.8%. It's just, they are just, they print fucking money. They just fucking they have so much money it's i wish steve jobs was here to see it steve job steve job r.i.b steve job warren buffett bought so this is kind of a an interesting thing warren buffett bought apple in 2016 bought apple stock not bought apple stock between 2016 and 2018 and so many people were like whoa Jesus Christ. Talk about buying the top, my man. Yeah, talk about buying near the top. Warren Buffett, you're buying Apple at all-time highs. Warren Buffett was like, I'm just trying to get some top. (laughs) (laughs) He's just trying to get some of that Cherry Coke money because the old geezer loves Cherry Coke. Man, he's such a geezer, isn't he? I don't know. You look at him, it's just like, damn, man, geezer mode. He on geezer mode for real. He pays cash in exact change. That at is the McDonald's. most geezer thing. It's like truly geezer. Everyone's dad, you wouldn't know because. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> but everyone's dad what? Just always has cash. Yeah, they love cash. It's insane. If you are, if you are, if you are above fifty, you you only do. And cash. if you don't have cash, so easy targets. Yeah, start robbing old dudes. <laughs> you want to build your bankroll? Don't do that. We're not advocating for robbery. But kill your parents. But if you do want money, don't come after us. Yeah. We only have Cash App and Venmo. I have Venmo. Right. It's the app where you give me money. You know someone found my Venmo? Really? And is sending me money. That's cool. Find mine and send me money. I wouldn't complain. Yeah. But but, but Warren Buffett made over $120 billion. $120 billion from his purchase. Good for him. Fucking. He needed a win. 
Uh, you know who uh, got absolutely fucking crushed also this week? PayPal. 20% they got uh, beat over on declining payments volume. You know who was humiliated? <laughs> who was humiliated? My boy Jim Cramer. Jim Cramer. Jim Cramer said, quote, the reason, I'm going to try to do Jim Cramer voice. The reason why it's sinking the way that it is is because people don't know what the multiples should be because the credibility of the company is so shot. That's what pretty are good. They, yeah, thanks. PayPal now plans to adjust its customer acquisition and engagement strategy, which will hinder its ability to meet its longer-term customer account goals. Did I see this coming? Absolutely <laughs> not, <laughs> Kramer said, <laughs> adding that he was 100% wrong. Uh, he said that he thinks That's what pay- they should name his show. What, 100% wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he thinks PayPal sellers are willing to sell at any level because the company has lost all credibility. Money managers are likely saying, quote, get that damn thing off my sheets. How does he get around all the fucking FINRA stuff? Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't think maybe he's not licensed. And he says, I never want to hear about PayPal again. Their credibility is done. The stock is in half. They didn't tell us how slow things are. It's a disgrace. You know, you know, you know. You know what's a disgrace? What? Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. For the audio listeners, Ben is... Kramer? Kramer? Jim Kramer? Oh, Jesus. I, I swear c- to God, Kramer, you bald-headed freak. You know what's a disgrace? You and your reputation that's now in the shitter along with PayPal shares. Listen, pal, you're going to have to pay after what I'm done when I get done with you, Okay. Because I'm going to come, and I'm going to squeeze your little pencil neck, and I'm going to rub your little bald head until you cry to mommy about how much money you lost. You want to talk something about credibility? Huh? How about you losing all the credibility in the world for touting these shares to these people? And then they come out, you interviewed the CEO in November, and you felt like it was safe, but it wasn't safe. You see? Because you don't know, all right? You said get that damn thing off my sheets. You know who's going to be saying to get off their sheets? Your wife, when she doesn't want to fuck you tonight. Because you're a piece of crap, Kramer. You, 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 you. <laughs> Sorry, I spit all over you. You better watch yourself, boy. Damn. I'm coming for you. When I get you into that ring, <laughs> there's no telling what's going to happen. Ha <laughs> ha. Oh, Jim, you better listen to him. I can't stop him when he's like this. You better, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I'd like to apologize. Apologize. To my family. <laughs> you got the you got the best body in finance. I'll tell you what. Oh man. Well, now I have a headache. Do you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh. Okay. Well. Well, I hope that was worth it. Suck shit, Jim Cramer. Uh, anyway, Meta's down, too. Poor 22%. Meta. 22%. We talked about that. Zuckerberg, you know, I read that he was selling... <laughs> <laughs> yeah? What was he selling? <laughs> it's funny to go, <laughs> to go from that shit to this. He was selling just a bunch of shares all through last year. Yeah, I have a major sinus headache now. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, I thought it was going to be a joke, like he was selling... Feet picks or something. Oh, no. He's he going to have to after that stock take a drop. I would buy one. Let me see them feet. Uh, you want to read that stat about the job? Oh, uh, well, opening? did we talk about Spotify being down, too? Oh, yeah, Spotify. Did- Spotify was down 16%. Probably more by now because uh, their growth numbers weren't. That's the thing about these growth stocks. 
Ben is so out of breath. They got to keep growing. <laughs> That's the thing about a growth stop. If they don't. Once the growth shows signs of stopping, that's when it's topping. Yes. <laughs> when was... the growth stocks, when the growth stocks show signs of, of stopping, stopping, the, the stock, stock might be, be topping. topping. Sell, sell, sell. I'm not advocating for anyone to buy or sell anything whatsoever. <laughs> I just, you know. Nope. <laughs> Spotify. I'd say strong to quite strong. <laughs> I use Spotify. So uh, it's buggy as fuck. I mean, I just sometimes I'm like, do these people even use their own mfing product? It, it works just fine. Except now, every time I try to listen to Neil Young, it doesn't fucking work. Why is that? They got he, he has to pull it down, which is fine. If he wants to pull it down, yeah, whatever. I mean, it's the fucking ultimate joke. Is he he? Which at first when he asked for it to be put down, he's like, I don't want to be associated with Joe Rogan. Fine, like. I, you know, whatever you want to do with your music. But then, like, days later, he's like, I want to announce my music will be on Amazon if you guys want to go get it. And I'm like, Neil, wait till you hear about Amazon. You are going to... You're going to flip. You're going to be real pissed. Jeffy Kisses, is, uh, he ain't the best either, my man. I'm going to be fine. I got all his albums on vinyl anyway. On vinyl? Yeah. You ever heard of cassette tapes, dude? Get out of the 70s. player? I have a cassette deck in my car. <laughs> so now let's get to the real meat and potatoes. Boy, this episode feels like it's three hours long already. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. We, we got literally the... said we're not going to fuck around because we're trying to explain the GameStop stuff. And yeah, we... well, we will. Yeah, yeah. No, we're going to be serious starting now. Okay. Is there anything you have to get out before we do it? Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> there that's all the less the rest of my lunacy coming out. Right. That's the spirit. That's okay. what it sounds like. <sighs> that's yours? Uh-huh. You got it? Okay. Okay. All right, so, this is uh, this is big. GameStop is, big. is a huge thing. It's For part us, of the re- it's, it's why? Yeah. This is uh this was one of the first times that people started ever talking about this stuff. It was a major news story, the news story that launched a thousand takes. For like two weeks, I'm sure it was all anyone was reading about. They were trying to understand these heavy concepts. And even with us, we still get people asking, like, can you guys just break down the GameStop thing? Because mm-hmm. I still don't get it after a year. And yeah, it's also fun now because we're a year out and there were a lot of takes. There were a lot of like, what is this thing? Is it like a, a political revolution? Is it just some like idiots online? Is it a populist uprising it's a lot of things right and now we get to kind of look back we get to explain it find out what we actually think it is and like we said we can kind of talk we're gonna we're hopefully talking about the aftermath of it a little bit with vlad yeah ceo of robin hood yeah and it's a little <laughs> public bit enemy number one of an impetus for this show <laughs> we started talking more heavily about all of this stuff and yeah yeah the origins of of trillionaire mindset came about because of gamestop because Noel would text me and ask me what's going on, and I would kind of tell him and explain it to him, and we would talk more and more about stocks, and and such is uh, the legend of the trillionaire mindset. The legend of the trillionaire. <laughs> so, before... <laughs> Bruh. Before we get into it, uh, we, we should give a quick refresher on what options are and what shorting is, uh, because it has a lot to do with that. So I, I guess real fast, 
Shorting is when you borrow something that isn't yours and you sell it first with the goal of making money when because you buy it back. Because you're going to buy it back at a lower price. <clears throat> yeah. So to use, I don't want to use it anymore, the pudding. I'm going to switch to liquid death cans. But let's say the people outside your house are clamoring over this fantastic liquid death. Right. They're not a sponsor. Wait, the, well, they are of TMG because Cody. Yeah, but anyway. Right, come on, we're going to give a quick fucking, <laughs> so, we don't even need the liquid death. You see sales are going, you see sales are going something's bananas. going for fucking $10. Yeah, and, and I'm like, like. I think I can, I can sell that for $10 now because I think the price is going to go down. Yes. And then I can buy it back at $7. Yes. And you're making $3. Yeah, but the downside to it is potentially unlimited because right. you borrow it to sell it first. If that goes up. You're fucked. Right. Because you have to buy it back. It's and called so a short you could squeeze. have. Infinite losses. Yes. Because you gotta buy it back. If it goes to a million, you gotta buy it back, pal. Right. Yeah. And then so options <clears throat> options are basically coupons. Coupons that represent a hundred it's it's always in lots of a hundred. A hundred shares of the stock. You got this coupon that says, Hey, I think, you know, the stock's gonna do this in X amount of time. The thing is the people who sell those coupons to cover their ass, buy the stock. So if I sell one option in Google, I'm going to buy 100 shares of Google to cover myself. Because if the price of Google goes up, the option goes up in value, and I'd be fucked. But that's why I buy the shares too, because then if it goes up, well, at least I've got the shares. Listen, if you want to re- if you, if you learn about them, go back to, the, uh, to our episode. I believe it's episode two where we go into the nitty-gritty of how this stuff works. <laughs> and otherwise, let's just get right into it. Right. Okay, so what happens? What happens with all the sh- the shorting and the options? Like so what like- happened with GameStop? Yeah. Well, let's start at the beginning. We have we had of course the famous deep fucking value his Reddit name, aka Roaring Kitty, aka, AKA Keith Gill. Keith Gill. This dude's like a, the puff daddy in the 90s and early 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> This guy started buying up GameStop common shares uh, and call options in 2019. He was buying the $10, $15, and $20 strike January 2021 calls. That means that he was buying the $10 coupon, the $15 coupon, and the $20 coupon that says, hey, I think the stock's going to hit $10, $15, and $20 by January 2021. Um and he was uh he was the original madman he there were day he would update his portfolio like daily or weekly on reddit and there were days where he was down tens of thousands of dollars there were days when he was up a bunch um i mean at the height he was up 50 million dollars yeah but that's way down the line this yeah, is like, way down the line. this is you know in 2019 all this stuff happened last year yeah and he saw back then something that very few people saw. Uh, the only other person that saw what he saw was Michael Burry, the big short guy. And what they saw was just value in the in the company. Deep just fucking value. Deep fucking value. We've got an excerpt here from this this article about Michael Burry. Um, if we can pull it up, it's pretty impressive the things that he was saying. And <clears throat> I'll try to. So this is from, yeah, 2022, actually. Big short investor Michael Burry paved the way for the GameStop frenzy when he bought a stake in 2019. Here's the story of Burry's game-changing bet. So <clears throat> Michael Burry had written a letter to the GameStop uh, 
like board of directors, mm-hmm. basically urging them to do something because the shares had been in the gutter. Like the stock was a joke. The stock was shit. And yet they had a good chunk of cash. They had 90 million shares outstanding. They had, there were plenty of things that they could do to reignite investor confidence and help the shares start to appreciate in value. And when that happens, it can start to create momentum and those, you know, shares can appreciate. And what he did was he wrote a letter and uh, he argued that GameStop shareholders have suffered catastrophic catastrophic losses for their faith and patience. He pointed out the steep decline in GameStop stock price, GameStop stock price and huge short interest as evidence that shareholders do not have faith in current management and have not been inspired by new leadership. Um, so he said that instead of spending money elsewhere, the boss, the GameStop bosses should uh, uh, seize the chance to make a game-changing... Sorry, I'm just reading this. But he, he basically said that since they had $540 million in cash, uh, he estimated that they could buy back around two-thirds of its outstanding stock and still have plenty of money to invest in this business. Uh, he said it was an unprecedented opportunity to pull off perhaps the most consequential and shareholder-friendly buyback in stock market history with elegance and stealth. Can I ask a question? What? This is this part makes me feel stupid when we mm. like I don't understand what they saw exactly. It's like it seemed like a dead Well, so to me. he basically saw that they were cuz they were still making money. Like yeah. they were still pulling in what uh, a actually I don't billion. think it was Roy and Kitty, but that guy GME D&D, or it's a group of people, mm-hmm. GME due diligence or whatever. That's what th- they were saying. They they were like uh, sequencing the orders and they could tell that they were doing a lot of orders still. Like they weren't profitable, but they were still making enough money. They weren't losing money to the point where they, they were going to go bankrupt. Because okay. like you said, they had plenty of cash. And <clears throat> because the stock is in the toilet, one of the things that they could do is what a lot of companies were doing for the last several years is using that cash to buy back their own stock, thus reducing the supply, thus increasing the demand right. for what reduced shares remain. Um, so he was Michael Burry had, you know, bought a big stake because he believed that there was a lot of potential for it to be turned around, and that's nothing new. Like activists, that's he's he was basically an activist investor, where you see that management is inept or complacent or needing a kind of push from someone like him or like Bill Ackman. He's been in, he's quite notably an activist investor where he'll buy a stake and then say, Hey, I got some ideas, baby. He's, it's blown up in his face. He bought like a ton of JC Penney, I think with the same idea. And he was like men's little boys suits. That's where we're going to put everything in. (laughs) All in on little boys suits. Yeah. Listen, there's going to be a big bar mitzvah class over the next couple of years, and those kids are going to need suits. And then the pandemic hit, and he was like, oh, bar mitzvahs are canceled. <laughs> it's true. You can read about it on Bloomberg. Right. But so <clears throat> Q4 of 2020, I remember they had their earnings, GME, GameStop, and they weren't that bad considering, you know, looking at the chart, it was like a $4 stock. I thought, personally, that they were inches away from bankruptcy. But then you look at the press release and they're talking about how like their e-commerce sector was growing rapidly, which is huge. That means that, all right, they're starting to finally dip their toes into the e-commerce. And then in January 2021, Ryan Cohen from Chewy.com fame, he, he started Chewy.com. freak fame. Total freak, total weirdo. <laughs> if you go on this guy's Twitter, 
It's, uh, yeah, I can't even make heads or tails of it. I'm like, what is this guy? It's all cryptic shit. He'll tweet like a picture of an ice cream cone with an emoji of like a cucumber. And then he'll just like tweet the gif of Jeff Daniels shitting in Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> it's like... He has? Dude, yeah. <laughs> it's so bizarre. This guy's worth billions of dollars. Yeah, he his most recent tweet is, anyone going to the movies tonight? And it's the GameStop uh, movie movie poster because you know there's a um, movie about it. God damn, it's so cringy. But so he started to tweet cryptic shit in January 2021. He was taunting um, Jim Cramer because Cramer compared GameStop to Blockbuster, and Cohen's tweets later became it was kind of the impetus for. A lot of faith in it. Yes, because a lot of these GameStop people became <clears throat> kind of like QAnon adjacent, where they were looking to him for cryptic messages and signs that, like, okay, he's he's telegraphing to us that this kind of news is coming or this. And now it's to the point where the stocks, you know, declined so much that people are tweeting at him, urging him to tweet something to help bolster right. the stock price, even though the play is dead. It's like it. You 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 don't have that fervor anymore. Everybody's not clamoring to talk to buy it and talk about it. That that ha- it came and went. Right. I mean, that doesn't mean that anything can happen. But man, that's like that was a one time thing. But but everyone was like, the fucking Chewy guy's gonna save us. Which is, I mean, he created Chewy, which is remarkable. Like that's the type of person that you would want at he the helm. He took on Amazon. He did, and he he won. He won. And he sold Chewy to PetSmart. Yeah, for like three billion dollars. <laughs> I would think I think that's a pet stupid decision. <laughs> well, then they spun it off and took it public, and yeah. now it's public. Okay, Ticker symbol C H W Y. Maybe it was pet smart. It was pretty pet smart. So around that time was when it was made known to me for the second time that GameStop's short interest was a hundred and forty percent. And you know what the short interest means? Wait, what date are we at now? This is uh, January of 2021. Okay, last we're year. still early, early January. January. Yeah. So most people don't even know this is going on. No. Right. Should I should I say when I found out about all this? Yeah, when we get. When, okay. Okay. When, yeah. Okay. But so the short interest, 140 percent. That means that you know, say that there's 10 million shares freely tradable. It means that 100 or 14 million shares are sold short. Okay. So more shares are short than there are shares available. So if you're short, you're fucked because you've got to buy back. You can't buy back enough shares because they, they don't exist. Right. If I need to buy back 10 million shares or 14 million shares, but there's only 10 million out there, that's a huge fucking problem for me. I won't get into the specifics of how that happened because I frankly don't understand and I don't know. There's something called naked shorting, where you you sell the thing first without borrowing right. it to begin with. You don't own it. You you're don't like, own it. You're it not either. even borrowing. You're just selling. You're just even outside of this crazy stuff. Naked naked shorting is yeah really dangerous. It's wild and it's yeah. And the people who were the the hedge funds that were doing it to GameStop were really just I don't know what the fuck they were thinking, pressing their luck on like a five dollar stock that's. Really, like, dude, what is the upside here? Focus, put that money to use elsewhere. So when I learned that, I thought, you know what? 
I'm going to participate. Why not? I've got my IRA. I've got some cash in there. I bought 5,000 shares of GameStop at $16 a share. Damn. You know when I sold it? Like a day later at $16.50 a share. I made like 2,500 bucks. <laughs> Buddy, I felt good. I was like, damn, I just made 2,500 bucks in like a day? God damn. I feel great. Nice work if you can get it. Yeah, you know how much that would have been worth at the peak? How much? A little, uh, last I had done the math, I think it was like $3 million. That's fucking lunch for a meal, baby. <laughs> yeah, too bad. It's uh, not lunch for you anymore, pal. I would have been a goddamn stay-at-home co-host. You know, my consolation to myself is that there's no way in hell I would have held on that long. No. no absolutely Dude, no way. every one of these things. Everyone yeah. goes like, oh, if I fucking, it's like, you never would have held. Yeah, if I was the cl- the queen of England. Exactly. I'd I'd have a lot Let of corgis, let me tell you. You would have sold at 19, you piece of shit. Yeah. Well, it's funny you say 19, because on January 13th, the night before, on January 12th, I'm laying in bed. It's like 11.30 at night. My Your neighbor neighbor's wasn't just having... getting absolutely, <laughs> those cheeks are getting clapped. <laughs> My neighbor's getting wheelbarrowed. She's screaming. I'm laying there in bed. I can't Going, sleep. What is he doing down there? <laughs> what the fuck is he doing? Is it his tongue? Is he going down on her? Is what position dick? is that? Is it his mushroom dick? What's going on? Well, I pulled up the chart for GameStop, and I remember distinctly going, damn, this thing looks like it's about ready to pop. It was about $19 a share. And I had a plan. I thought, all right, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to log on to my work account first thing in the morning, and I'm going to buy 10,000 shares of GameStop at 19. You know what I did, buddy? I slept in 30 minutes. And in that 30 minutes, GameStop had popped to like 26 bucks a share. And then it had dropped down to like 24. And I thought, well, there's the short squeeze. It's over. I'm not going to get in. So I didn't buy... 10,000 shares. And, uh, and I mean, we all know what happened. Then it started to really go. And then, it, you know, 10 days later or a week later, it's at 39. And I thought, well, now I really missed it. Fuck. I would have made $200,000 by now. Criminy. <clears throat> oh, and then, you know, it just gets worse. Uh, so January 19th, 39 bucks a share. Citron, fucking Andrew Left, tweeted tweeted that uh, it was overvalued and um you know he he was talking some shit and that was a fatal mistake for for Mr. Andrew Left because at this time it was fucking crazy where all bad news was good news no matter what it's a recurring theme for Ben it was a recurring theme where all bad news was good news and if you were short a stock and you declared that you were short a stock, especially publicly, like Citron did, you were basically inviting everyone and their mom to squeeze you out of your position. Right. Oh, I'm short this. Cool. Everybody's now going to go buy it because fuck you. And, I mean, I'm not saying that Citron triggered this, but it definitely didn't help. All right. So before we get to the real pop, yeah, let's recap because I feel like we're getting we're we're talking a lot about your personal experience. Sure, and let's explain big picture picture what's happening with all these options and shorting, right? Yeah. So GameStop was hovering around like five dollars. Mm-hmm. Some people had noticed that it was undervalued. Michael Burry, but really importantly, this guy Roaring Kitty, deep fucking. We call him Roaring Kitty. I think is his YouTube YouTube, YouTube name. name. His yeah. real name is Keith Gill. And on Wall Street bets, he goes by deep fucking value. I think for a long time, they didn't know all these people were the same people. Mm-hmm. Um, he started posting on Wall Street bets about this. And it started and getting And they were some getting attention. some attention. Yeah. 
he was saying that I think it's it's uh, undervalued. Mm-hmm. And he me- cited the short interest, right? And Melvin Capital at this point is really deep in their position. Melvin Capital is the is the hedge fund that was the most vulnerable because they were the most underwater with how much they had shorted. So at this point, by January nineteenth, and they are attached to. They Citadel. are funded partly by Citadel, I believe. I, I'm not quite 100% sure, but... Who's a big market maker. Who's a, like one of the biggest. Right. And what's happening at this point is the stock is starting to get bought up. And those who are short, like Melvin Capital, are in a really shitty position because they're already down hundreds of percentage points right they're they're like really melvin capital is betting that the, the stock is going to go down and it just keeps and it's going getting up. driven up by all this new interest and it's getting exacerbated by all this this influx of robin hood traders who now have access to not only trading but options trading right so they are buying thousands in the aggregate thousands and thousands of call options which then market makers have to hedge by buying more stock. So it's this perfect storm of shorts having to buy, people just buying, and then them having to buy stock to cover their options positions because of all the options. It's called a gamma squeeze. And the pandemic kind of played into it too. You have a lot of people playing with these new apps. They have a lot of, there's extra money floating around from stimulus. and Yeah. And uh, people are saying, well, let me get on here and try my hand at some trading. Yeah. And it starts to really take off just like every day. It's making bigger news, bigger news, because the stock just kept going. And I'm sitting there pulling out my hair because I'm like, oh, fuck, I would have had a million dollars now. I would have had, you know, a million in my work account and in my IRA. Also, should we explain the importance of, I mean, we're going to talk about this with Vlad, but Robin Hood was one of the first times that people had the opportunity to do these no-fee no fee trades. Yes. And I think that was starting in maybe like 2019, but like a, or earlier. Well, yeah, Robinhood launched way earlier than that. But I guess more brokerages started offering yes. that option around 2019. Yeah. Schwab, I think, was the first yeah. one to say, okay, you got us. So a lot of people fee. had this option. Yeah. So really so, a perfect storm. It was really such a perfect storm. And it helped that GameStop at the time was a cheap stock. Was, you know, people can afford a $20 stock. They can afford a $40 stock, 50 bucks, you know, whatever. Right. So the next week, January 26th, GameStop is now 147 bucks a share. And it is now pretty mainstream. This is it's when like, the story starts really getting, people start hearing it. Yes, because it I'm has getting now texts. skyrocketed. Yeah. I'm getting people asking me, should I buy GameStop and you? So what was well, yours? So we were on, the, I found out about it in the same group chat we were in. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> and I think it was uh, one of our friends who's very like-minded to me uh-huh. was explaining that I should get in because the narrative had now become, if you buy GameStop, you can take part in, in. T- taking down a hedge fund. Yeah. And you know me, man. It doesn't take much. You you tell me we got a chance to take down the hedge fund. I say, you know, sign me up. Yeah. So I downloaded Robinhood. I don't want to talk to Vlad about it. I got locked out. You did? I don't know if they were looking at my data or what. I couldn't get in. They knew you were an idiot. They said, this guy is a full-blown moron. <laughs> <laughs> we, we need to protect him. So this that was the first time I had even heard it was going on. And I, I think yeah. that was the first time a lot of people. Right. And with that comes a lot of opportunists 
willing to piggy wanting to piggyback off of that to promote their own agenda. Um, surprise, Elon Musk was was in on it and was excited. Elon Musk inserting himself into a major news story that has nothing to do with him. I know it's surprising. Okay, he tweeted "game stonk" with uh, an N. Um, and then Ch- Chamath Palihapitiya was on CNBC quite frequently talking about it and explaining it for the layman. But then he was, of course, pumping his fucking SPACs, his stocks that have all plummeted since then, because he was saying, like, listen, yeah, these guys did some shady shit, but not me. I'm actually really good. And by the way, I've got these stocks that I'm bringing, because it was around the SPAC craze. It was this confluence of so much, so much speculation. Just, it was... It was truly insane. It right. was like and left he, and right. He took the opportunity to uh, jump on the piling on Robin Hood yes. after everything, which we can talk yeah. about because we'll get to that. He also made an options trade in GameStop, and he made like 500 grand or something. Good for you, too. And then Dave Portnoy, too, of course, jumped on it and would later reveal that he lost $700,000. Yeah. We'll talk about that in the aftermath God, of- What a fucking dork. Just such a dork. Like, of course you lost 700 grand, because by the time you heard about it and jumped on, you didn't know what the fuck was going on or what Wait, you were can, doing. Since we're talking about it, can we pull up the the headline of him? Uh, there's a great Business Insider article with one of my favorite. Um, oh, yeah. Was it in? Did you put it in Slack? Yeah. So this is from Business Insider. Barstool's Dave Portnoy says he lost $700,000 on meme stocks like GameStop and AMC. Robinhood CEO stole it from me and should be in jail. <laughs> what a fucking weenie. Look at his dumb face. Go eat some pizza. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, he took a break from uh, raiding yeah. every pizza fucking place in the goddamn country. Yeah, guess what? It's all good. <laughs> all of it. Even Not bagel bites. It. Yeah, it's all good. No. Yeah, I've had some really is, bad pizza. I've had bad pizza, but guess what? Bad. It's like sex, buddy. No, this is we disagree big time. Okay. <laughs> it's all good if you're like if you're in New York and New Jersey. It's good. All good. Yeah. Same with the bagels. As soon as you start getting out of the tri-state area, it's like real iffy. Have I ever told have I ever told you my bagel joke? It's definitely the seagulls thing. Fuck, man. Well, okay. For those of you who don't know, it's why do why do seagulls fly over the sea? Because if they flew over the bay, they'd be bagels. So on January twenty seventh <laughs> on January twenty seventh, I'm out walking the dog after hours. Like the market had closed. It was one PM. And my buddy texts me and he goes, Elon Musk is posting on Wall Street Bets about AMC because AMC had started creeping up too. Get the dog in the car. I drive home real fast and I bought a fuck ton of AMC and I made like a hundred grand on it. Thanks to you Elon did? Musk. Yes. And I felt really torn. You I was like, fucking... fuck you, Elon Musk, but also thank you so much. Because, <laughs> you know. You made a but- hundred grand in like a day? Guess what? It brought me to break even for the month because I was down like I'm so fucking steamed right now. Yeah, it, I was very torn, but very excited. And I sent my buddy a hundred bucks on Venmo. I was like, "Buy yourself some dinner, man. Thank you, <laughs> thank you for telling me this." Huge. Oh, it was so huge. But so then, BlackBerry, uh, Bed Bath and Beyond. These are all the the highly shorted stocks that all had a turn. It was it, just one after the other. It really indicates that these people are exactly our age. Just like, <laughs> just every, it's like all things from when we grew up. Yeah, we got AMC. Um, funny enough, AMC Networks, the TV network, whose symbol is AMCX, also went up just by, oh, you know, by being associated with it. But pretty much any stock that had a high short interest went up 
Um, and was a dying thing from yeah. like our childhood. Blackberry, Build a Bear, Kodak, Tootsie Rolls, Tootsie Roll, iRobot was one. Nokia. Yeah. Uh, My favorite, Fizz, National Beverage Corp, the uh, the company that owns Lacroix. Virgin Galactic got squeezed. I mean, pretty much everything. If you fossil, were sh- the god, remember those the watch fucking company, watches? Yeah. yeah. If you were short anything, you were, you were, you were in trouble. And you know, that's it right there. A, a bunch of shit got cost. K O S S got squeezed three thousand seven hundred and fifteen percent. Anyway, so so yeah, it just it wasn't just GameStop. Yeah, it started to spread to other things. And on January 27th, U.S. So get this, U.S. trading volumes by share count on January 27th exceeded the peak set in October 2008 during the financial crisis and was the third highest in dollar terms within the last 13 years. It was like everybody was trading stocks. Oh, it's wild. People went crazy. Uh, I wanted to actually, I feel like this is a good time to pull up some of those trending topics remember oh yeah because we were talking about how this is the first time a lot of people ever heard about these things and we have some google uh you can see the google (laughs) trends like oh here we have gamestop just yeah what the massive spike massive spike everyone's trying to figure out what the hell's going on short squeeze people are looking at robin hood uh options everyone's googling this stuff trying to figure out what the hell's going on yeah and asking me Right. Should I buy a GameStop? Is it going to a hundred thousand? Look at this. It's the like most Googled thing that day. In the entire country. (laughs) Yeah. Literally everybody was on their phones Googling GameStop. Also And me I'm sitting there Googling self suck. How the (laughs) hell am I supposed to do it? Can remove ribs self suck? Question mark. (laughs) (laughs) Buddy, you can. So then the next day, January twenty eighth, GameStop hit a peak, five hundred dollars pre market. And was sitting at a $33 billion market cap, which was the highest in the Russell 2000. And on that same day, Robinhood halted purchases of GameStop, AMC, BlackBerry, Nokia, and a bunch of others. And they limited the buys the very next day. Um, so Robinhood was just the first. eToro, Webull, and some others well, followed suit. So this is what we're talking about when we're talking, like, we don't know when or if Roaring Kitty sold off, but. Yeah, he stopped. He after a while, he stopped posting his updates. Right, but he so he I think he had like a fifty thousand dollar stake, and then it turned into fifty million. I think so. Yeah, at like it could have at some point. I don't yeah. know if he ever. We don't really know exactly yeah. what he did. And it drove me and Noel crazy because there were days he would post, he'd be up like his position was worth twenty million dollars, and it's like sell, dude, sell. And then the next day he'd be down to fifteen, and we're like, you fucking moron, you just missed out on five million bucks. And the next week, it'd be up to thirty-five right. million, and we're like, "Damn, I guess he's got fucking balls of steel." And then it's back down to thirty or twenty-five, and you're like, "God, you fucking idiot, yeah. sell!" And then back up to forty million. It's just the man truly had diamond hands. I mean, I. I but at that say point, it. it's marginal. It's like fifteen, twenty. Just take the fucking money. You're set for life. Yeah. His wife, his poor wife. Roaring kitty, sell. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> that guy, man. Boy, that guy was probably plowing his wife, I'll tell you. You think so? Oh, yeah. Nice. She was probably hollering, hollering uh, GameStop. She was saying, to the moon. Oh, God, I hate myself. Fucking hate myself. But so (laughs) Anthony, check out this guy's last name, Denier. (laughs) Anthony Denier. It's actually Denier. Denier. 
I'm pronouncing it wrong. CEO of Webull stated that the increased collateral requirements for their clearinghouse meant Webull themselves were restricted from opening new positions. So this is the thing. This is right. What this happened. is the whole crux of yeah. Everyone freaking the fuck out. Right. Everyone is tweeting about it. Every like congressperson is crying foul play. I was. I was like, this is unbelievable. And there's still a lot to be explained for this. There is, and we will. Be asking but Vlad I think these questions. The the big thing is that everyone seemed to think that Vlad and Robin Hood got like a note from Citadel saying cut it off. Yeah, and they were like, okay, as if Robin Hood is the only fucking game in town. But they well, they were also the but, they were like the flagship. Right, and the story was that it was all these retail traders right. driving up the price. Right, and they were the the face of that. Right, mm-hmm. so. And so it goes there. So, but so what actually happened? So when you buy a stock, you don't own it right away. There's a two day lag between buying it and actually having it clear. It has to clear. It takes two days for it to clear. And in that two days, your brokerage is on the hook for that money with what's called the DTCC, the Depository Trust and Clearing Corporation for equities, and then the Options Clearing Corporation or the OCC for options. So these clearinghouses have to have enough collateral on hand to settle a member's outstanding transactions, or in this case, a member being the brokerages and the outstanding transactions being the purchase that you or I just made. So they've got to have collateral in the event that any particular member firm fails to prevent cascading failures of other members, and they can demand additional collateral, which is called a margin call, from members if market volatility starts to increase. So brokerage firms were claiming that the increased collateral could not be provided in time, and as a result, trading had to be halted. So the DTCC, for instance, increased the total industry-wide collateral requirements from $26 billion to $33.5 All right, billion. we'll just try to explain this in layman's terms. I mean, so we they, just you, move you, on. You, uh, it was too risky, and they needed to put up collateral to cover... Right. You got all these people, and especially if it's one-sided, because right. it becomes increasingly, exponentially riskier for the clearing Didn't firms. Robinhood also try to get around this by raising a lot more yes, cash? Yes, they did they in one like day. $3 billion one or something? Billion. Like, $1 billion In a day. And it wasn't enough. It was enough, because then they they opened trading back up. Right. But Then they had to shut it down? I don't know if they had to shut it down. I think that they, I think that they um, made it limited. Right. It was like you can only buy, I don't know, whatever the fuck limited meant at the time, X amount, no margin. Because that's the other thing is Robinhood enables margin trading, which is they leverage up your money. You got a thousand bucks? Cool. We'll give you five thousand. Right. To play which is with. part of the problem. And I don't want to get into that now because I want to talk to Vlad about yeah. that. I think that's a big issue. And it's not unique to Robinhood. I mean, anybody can sign up for a margin account. Yeah. But I think Robinhood at this time was defaulting you into margin accounts. Interesting. Which oh. I think is a really. And I don't even want to touch on it because I want to talk to Vlad. Yeah, I'd like to know. So they raised a billion dollars. And at the time, the conspiracy theories were flying. And there seemed to be what started as just this cursory kind of fringe conspiracy theory that some hedge funds were in trouble started to feel like a very real thing. Because if indeed these hedge funds are caught short and it can squeeze infinitely higher. What are they going to do to cover their positions? They're going to sell everything else that they've got. 
Didn't Melvin start doing that? Yes. Okay. So that and, actually did start to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And the fear was that it was going to basically destroy, I mean, the worst case scenario felt like it was going to take down the entire market. And all of these apes, these games- I don't games, know if I buy that. I bought it. It felt like a very real possibility. Well, so this, this was the problem for me. It mm-hmm. seemed like no matter, it was very hard to get an actual read on what was going on because it seemed like- there were a thousand different takes on it, and everyone's take was based on what they wanted to happen, right? So yeah. it was like, you know, I would read, you know, someone who's pretty economically left, and it was framed as this, like, this is a good thing, like, you know, this is sticking it to the man, this is, like, blah, blah, blah. And then you would read, like, I don't know, like, George Perks, who was, like, a institutional investor talking about, like, all these people are stupid. They're not, this is not what they think it is. and. So he was right. Uh, yeah, I think looking back on it, we can talk about it. We're going to get to the aftermath of it, but I think he was right in a sense that it didn't work, but I don't know if he was right in the sense that like they still, they were still trying to prove some kind of point. Right. Yeah. And it, I don't know if it necessarily matters that they were right or wrong. Yeah. Because in the end, the bad guys win. Like, this is the real world. The bad guys figure out a way to win. And whatever you right. want to believe, they ended up winning because the stock ended up coming back to Earth. But you had another opportunity. Like, it, it came down to 50 bucks, and then it bounced back up to, like, 400 Right. So, I mean, plenty of people had the chance to get out, and they fucking didn't. Because at that point, so many people were indoctrinated into truly believing that all you had to do was hold on, and you would bring down this uh oh yeah i mean should we jump ahead a little bit and show some yeah, of those, let's talk like, about screenshots th- oh so, wait wait should we do the should we cover the losers real fast before right yeah, yeah, before yeah. we get to that yeah so melvin capital suffered a loss of 30% of its entire fund's value and by the end of january they were down 53% on all their investments um and they had to get bailed out by citadel uh to the tune of 2 billion dollars 0.72 asset managements. Um, wait, well, point. Oh, they added seven hundred and fifty million dollars. Um, who was the biggest? According to oh, Andrew left, motherfucker. He had he had called short a stock that I was in years prior and caused me to lose a little bit of money. But he lost a fuck ton of money. I don't know how much. Some some firm called D One Capital lost four billion dollars. Uh, another one lost, uh, short sellers lost a total of $6 billion, according to, um, according to sources. <laughs> yeah. And then Morgan Stanley, they, they said that, you know, there was a number of hedge funds who had to do these, to had to, uh, sell off to cover their positions yeah. and lost and a lot of money. And reduce leverage. Yeah. So, so, I mean. It did, you know, they did fuck over some hedge funds. Yeah. But I think to your point about it not working, we, we have this little section where we looked at there were some big winners on there were some huge winners and they weren't all retail traders no of course (laughs) Uh, not so first one we've got gamestop chair well this one's not that huge uh, but you know kathy vrabic and paul fernandez uh they sold off and made 1.4 million dollars and then another board member elizabeth dunn cashed in 156 grand the ceo of gamestop yeah uh, he was briefly a billionaire because of all this. You yep. guys made a new billionaire. Yep. Good job. <laughs> uh, Senvest Management. 
They bought a 5% stake in GameStop when shares were $10 and made a profit of $700 million. They exited their position when Elon Musk tweeted GameStocks. Smart. Oh, another, you know, this is how you know it's a populist movement when BlackRock makes out like a bandit. Oh, yeah, no kidding, man. They had roughly Jesus. a 13% stock in stake. games. Ooh, stake. Worth $2.6 billion at its peak. Unreal. So there were some big winners here. I th- We could skip ahead. You wait, know, wait. The, uh, my no, favorite no, uh, yeah, one. Yeah. Uh, the, my uh, favorite. The, the best one. The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints bought 46,000 shares of GameStop in 2020 and saw the value of its investment jump 900%. God damn. That's a lot of Jesus cookies or whatever. That's a lot of new wives for some guy oh, out there. Oh, boy, yeah. You could buy 100 you, of them. You're putting an addition on the house. Yeah. Good for them. So, yeah. All that is to say... <laughs> It's kind of unclear what the... Yeah, you take down... You, you <laughs> cut off one head and four more are going to grow out. Right. Because just because one fund is going under does not... I mean, somebody's going to be making some money. Black. I would rather... Fucking BlackRock made, yeah. It's funny because we were joking about it before. It's with Neil Young moving to Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing you get. We're, we're fucked. Yeah. Someone's going to make out fine. And you're still going to be... Diamond handing fucking GameStop. Yeah. Well, let's, yeah, let's look at let's these look reactions. At, so, yeah, it was, uh, it was crazy watching this all happen in real time. And I think I got very invested in this. You know, people started, we have some Wall Street Bets reactions here. Because there was a big narrative on Wall Street Bets of that, like, this was us sticking it to them. Like, people were talking about what happened to them and their families during the 2008 financial crash because of, you know, greedy investors and institutional investors fucking with the world economy. And so you have things like this. This We've got his name blocked out, but I've been saying it all goddamn day. Fuck these motherfuckers. These pieces of shit crashed the economy and cost my father-in-law's job right after he shelled out for his daughter in my wedding. My guy, my guy never worked steady again and died worried that he didn't do enough for his wife. Fuck these pieces of shit. Another guy says, my wife got laid off in 08 and has yet to regain full 40-hour week employment with healthcare. We are nearly 40 years old. She had a shitty 40-hour job with no real benefits until fi- until about five years ago, and now she has a job she loves, but it's thir- it's less than 30 hours and doesn't qualify for benefits. She's insanely hardworking and, tal- and talented. I'm getting into this for her. Fuck the suits. And then we got one more... I remember when the housing collapse sent a torpedo through my family. My father's concrete company collapsed almost overnight. My father lost his home. My uncle lost his home. I remember my brother helping my father count pocket change in our kitchen table. That was all the money we had left in the world. While this was happening in my home, I saw hedge funders literally drinking champagne as they looked down on the Occupy Wall Street protesters. I will never forget that. My father never recovered from the blow. He's, he fell deeper and deeper into alcoholism and exists how as a... Sh- now as a shell of his former self waiting for death. Jesus. This is all the money I have and I'd rather lose it all than give them what they need to destroy me. Taking money from me won't hurt me because I don't value it at all. I'll burn it all down just to spite them. It's so misplaced. I mean, I get it. And it's not misplaced. I don't think but- it is misplaced. I don't think they care, right? I think I think you're talking about someone who they and their families lost everything. Yeah. I, I I wish we I wish I actually pulled it up. I don't know how hard it is to find, but I know exactly what uh the image of this champagne. I know exactly what video he's talking about, and yeah. it's fucking it's so disgusting. It's so annoying. Yeah. It's like I remember seeing it when it was happening and just being like, I want to wring a fucking banker's neck. Yeah. It's just so... Also, you guys fucking won. You don't have to fucking like... Yeah. 
big piss big, on everyone. You guys yeah. got your bailouts. You guys got your big payouts. Nobody went to jail. Nothing. And people are fucking pissed because they got nothing. They got their whole lives taken from them. Yeah, it's inhuman. And you guys can just. It's so fuck. We'll we'll find it There's on another episode and play it. It's, but I feel terrible for all these people because yeah, like you said, it's not misplaced. Their hearts were in the right place, but I don't think that they they clearly didn't fully understand. Not only like if their plan had played out, and if they had ironically, they would have crashed the market themselves, and would have caused further damage. They would have but caused another two thousand eight, two thousand nine. I it was possible it's... if if all things played out as they had planned, it would have destroyed. Wait, we have the uh, video here. Well, it's oh yeah, and so you have all these. I think they're at like a nice restaurant that overlooks that overlooks like uh, Zuccotti Park. Oh, and they're all just like laughing and drinking yeah. champagne, and you have all these people down here protest. Oh, this dork taking a picture with his water and his straw. Fuck. These people forever. Yeah, I want to hang out up there, though. Not me. I mean, can you imagine how nice those bathrooms are? I'd be in there. You know what I would do? You know what I'd be doing, Emil, to do my part? I'd be chugging that champagne and just peeing all over the seats. <laughs> there you go. Just peeing all over. Or on the toilet paper rolls. I would be... You can't wipe their butts. I don't know. I would not want to be in there. But yeah, we don't necessarily know what would happen i think these people saw an opportunity to tank a hedge fund and it felt fucking good yeah and they thought that it would work and honestly when i was trying to put money in i was like i'll fucking drop four hundred dollars and lose it i don't care if i get to like participate it's funny because then you lose it you're like fuck (laughs) that that hurts because four hundred dollars is a lot of money you wouldn't set four hundred dollars cash on fire no because if i said that wouldn't help me take down a hedge fund right that's the thing but if if someone was like, give me $400 and I'll ruin this hedge fund, I'd be like, take it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it's funny when people thought that they were, they projected onto Melvin Capital the entire 2008, 2009 housing market crash. It was like, oh yeah, these are the same people. And they're they're not. I mean, they, they are because they're part of some, they're part of the same speculative bubble that brought it about and their greed once again was putting them in a precarious position that people wanted hey you know what you may not be the exact people but you are adjacent and you're once again trying to you know use your greed and your uh resources to to fuck something so you know what if we if i got a chance to fuck you i'm gonna right like you said and it's just heartbreaking that it didn't play out as people wanted it to I think it's heartbreaking that people's livelihoods are so wrapped up in these decisions of of these people who don't give a shit about them and then it's like, you know, oh and then they become too big the, to fail too. When we send the economy into a tailspin, it's just like I mean, the 2008 financial crash has a lot to do with like a lot of the reason we're here now. Yeah. You see, you know, the Tea Party becoming popular after all that and the, you know, the Republican party becoming more and more like, I don't want to say populist because I don't think that's actually what it is, but, and them kind of taking control and, you know, people thinking they're like fighting back against the establishment, but really we've just turned into this like hateful, horrible regime. And there's so much leftover resentment from 2008 that we're still, we're still reeling from. Personally, I have plenty of hate for everyone. I hate both player and game. I hate 
Indiscriminately. Indiscriminately. I love that about you. Hate, 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 hate. Uh, I think we should wrap it up, man. I don't even care about Crypto Corner this week. Oh, I mean, we can't talk about Crypto Corner right now. Yeah. Uh, so is there anything else we want to say to tie a bow around this entire saga? We are going to we are gonna revisit it a little bit next week. Yes. Uh, you know, we have not talked about the aftermath that in, th- in that meaningful of a way. I hope we will do because a big part of it was this... Uh, congressional hearing mm-hmm. which vlad mm-hmm. took part in so hopefully we can talk to him about that a little bit yeah um yeah be on the lookout for that that'll be a real fun one that's gonna be our biggest interview yet folks yeah it's gonna be nothing like the graham stefan episode yeah oh yeah just to, just a heads up you know because we let a lot of people down with the graham stefan episode but we're you know this is a guy we're going to do our best to be as fair and understanding and knowledgeable and educational as possible. And oh, with Vlad? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because they haven't begged us to have him on. Yeah. We're doing this because we want to talk to him, yeah. and we have some real questions for him. I thought Graham was their best buddy. Yeah, that, that too. So in the meantime, until then, thanks for watching. Do us a favor. What do they got to do, Emil? Well, there's so many things. We, we're supposed to say it at the beginning. What? Like and subscribe. We did this time. Oh. But do that. Like and subscribe. Um, Comment. If YouTube hasn't taken it, I mean, if Spotify hasn't taken us down yet, do rate us. I think we can get those ratings back when we uh, when Hillary Clinton's podcast gets taken down. And it we will. Back. Yeah. Uh, so. You and me both, buddy. <laughs> Rate us five stars. Yes, because five is the <laughs> oh, best. Oh, I just got the you and me both. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. Five stars for everything. Only nice comments on YouTube. Yeah. Um, that's it. That's Smash really the like it. button. Kill your parents. Kill your parents. Quit, Quit your, your job. job. Shit your, your pants. pants. Leave a comment. Leave a comment. Yeah. Share this video or Spotify thing. Follow us on socials and so on. We love you. Eat I hope we covered it all. This is it's we covered such it a all. huge topic. Yeah, we got a thing. We got this. Love you. Bye.